From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. On today's episode, we hear from the newly signed Thai Cats fullback James Tuck as he discusses playing for his fifth career CFL team and coming off of his first Grey Cup win. And Nick Cross joins the show to discuss going through his first free agency following his rookie contract. It's Monday, February 19th, 2024, and you're listening to Thai Cats today. Happy family day to everyone out there. I hope you're all enjoying this long weekend. It's been nice to have a little extra time to unwind a bit and spend some time with the fam. The Thai Cats announced last week that they've signed fullback James Tuck, a guy with a ton of CFL experience with close to 100 games played in the CFL, and not to mention coming off his first win of a Grey Cup with the Montreal Alouettes last season. And he joined me to discuss making his way to the Hammer and more. James, why did you decide to pick Hamilton and make your way down here to play for the Ticats? Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you'd pick a city and a team like Hamilton. And, you know, one of them for me and my family was being close to home. And that's, you know, the non-football side of it, but the football side of it is just, you know, I've been playing against Hamilton for 10 years and I know what that stadium is like to play in it and against them. And to be now on the home side of that, you know, that is something I was much, very much so in, um, in my mind when deciding to play for Hamilton. And then you got the coaching staff and, you know, the culture that Hamilton has. And I just, you know, to be a part of that and to bring my own element to that is something I, you know, I'm truly looking forward to. You're a veteran in this league. You have a lot of games played in this league. Do you feel that really helps you year to year to learn more and to, to be able to pass that on to younger players? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Over the last, you know, four or five seasons, you know, really taking strides on, you know, offense as well as in special teams mm-hmm. and then being into, you know, impart that knowledge to, you know, younger players who are just getting their feet wet is something now in my later stages of my career that I take pride in. So that's something I enjoy doing and I uh, look forward to continue to do. I want to talk about your new head coach and offensive coordinator, Scott Milanovic. What have those conversations been like with him? And, and what do you know about him coming into this? Um, I mean, you, you, I've never had uh, the pleasure of working with him in the past outside of the one year we were supposed to. Um, I think it was in 2020 when the season got all yeah. uh, ruin there uh, we were going to be in Edmonton together but outside of that I haven't had any experience with him but I've heard nothing but great things from a number of people especially my my old coach I had in Edmonton coach Moss yeah. he spoke very highly of him and had you know nothing but good things to say about him and uh, we've only touched base once since signing and you know he just expressed you know how excited he was to get this year kicked off and to have me aboard and I you know said the same thing how excited I was to uh you know, be a tie cat and do, uh, you know, make a run for one. You've been through this process before in your career. You've played for several teams. Does it get any easier going through free agency and deciding where you're going to go? Um, it doesn't get easier, I'd say, but mentally it's easier because you've seen it, you've done it, and you've been through it. So you know when, you know, things are taking you know, days, though, though, you know, it seems like weeks have gone by. You just know how to be patient and kind of slow it down. And things usually work themselves out if you are patient. Yeah, it's one of those processes. That's kind of how every guy describes it. You understand now that you're a veteran, what you're going to be going through, but it can't be easy. You are from Aurora. Where do you live currently? Where's, where's your home base? Uh, I live very close to Aurora. I live in the town just north of it in Newmarket. So that's okay. now I got my, uh, got a house here. So things are, Things are good, and uh, you know it's nice being 
very close to Hamilton as well. Will you have a lot of friends and family now asking you for tickets now that you're playing so close to home? Oh, it will be. Yes, for sure. For those players, or sorry, for those fans who, who might not have been able to see you play, how would you describe your game? You're a guy who can do both offense and special teams. You can tackle, you can catch, you know, you're a little bit of a Swiss Army knife, but how would you explain your game? Um, just, you know, from the very base level, just uh, energetic, um, always going to give 100%, you know, just workhorse. And then um, I pride myself on, you know, blocking i i find i have some of the best you know blocking film out there and i'm very mm -hmm. you know confident in that so i look forward to bringing that to hamilton you know a very tough rugged player who's just going to give a ton of effort um and then obviously if the ball ends up in my hands once in a while i can uh, hopefully do a few things with that but uh you know blocking on offense and then obviously like you mentioned special teams whether it's blocking on the return teams or tackling on tackling teams that that's something i can do as well has that always been something you've prided yourself on is being able to contribute in all those different aspects of the game oh absolutely 100 yeah. percent. i mean fullbacks is one of those fun funny positions where you know you it's it's uh you, you're not given like, so you're asked to do everything, right? You're asked to do the, the jobs of a running back at times. You're asked to do the job of the receiver at times. And then you're asked to do the job of an O-lineman at times, right? And you're doing the, all that stuff against the best players in their position, right? And yeah. you give up certain um, um, attributes to those, you know, if you're blocking a D-lineman, well, we're smaller. We're not O-lineman, right? You're running routes against a DB. Well, we're not as, you know, fast and athletic as them, right? So yeah, uh, you, you do have a good mesh of all abilities and, and, you know, that's, uh, you know, kind of how I see it. So, yeah, I do pride myself on that. I want to talk about a moment that you had last year in Hamilton that I'm sure you'll never forget capturing your first Grey Cup. But what did it mean to you to get that first Grey Cup and be able to celebrate and probably with some friends and family doing it so close to home? Absolutely. It was, uh, it was an incredibly special moment. It was, uh, you know, a culmination of all my years in the league, you know, chasing that goal and that dream. So to finally do it was you know amazing and to do it with the the guys we had you know a good group um i you know i with cody fajardo uh, mm -hmm. coach moss you know that core uh, group of guys we had was very special to finally kind of achieve that and then to be close to home and have family and friends out there watching was very special and something I'll, you know i'll always remember and uh you know it's funny when you get up there in age and you've played a bunch of years a lot of times people say well you know why aren't you know you should go out on top but mm -hmm. i truly think uh more in the cards and i i'm very confident in believing that you know selecting the right team here and and you know i'm happy that they have faith in me and i'm looking forward to you know getting number two i was at that great cup and i was in the crowd and i kind of felt the hamilton fans on the Montreal side. I mean, that might just be me, but you almost, did you almost feel like you got a little bit of that experience of having the home crowd in Hamilton behind you? Cause I, that's what I felt when I was there. I know there was a lot of Bombers fans, but I felt there, that Montreal presence. There were a lot of Bombers fans. Bomber fans are great and they travel and they yeah. do, they do really well for their team. But I did feel like that. I don't know if it was just the, 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 the league itself or the Hamilton fans that, you know, were tired of Winnipeg's reign of dominance yeah. and that maybe helped, give us a little uh, boost. Uh, I don't know, but it was incredible to hear the, the crowd reacted at times of the game when momentum was swinging and stuff like that. So they were, it was awesome. 
We'll, we'll we'll get away from the Montreal talk, but the, obviously a big accomplishment for you on special teams. You, you you like I said, you do a little bit of everything. Uh, Paul Boudreaux will be the special teams coordinator. Is that a guy you've had experience with in the past, or what? What do you know about Paul heading into this season? Uh, yeah, Coach Boo, uh, we had uh, experience back in 2016. Uh, I played with him in Winnipeg, yeah. So uh, you know that's where I got to know him and learn his systems and everything he was uh, about. And we have a fairly good relationship. And uh, he reached out to me shortly after signing and just congratulated me, said, you know, kind of, you know, just tip of the iceberg stuff, what we were looking to do and accomplish and how we were both just extremely excited to uh, be back working together and uh, to get this thing going. I got the chance to, to talk with him a week ago. I think majority of our conversation ended up being about golf, but but we, but I got the chance to meet uh, Coach Boudreaux. I want to talk about your off season and the training. What are you doing during the off season to get prepared for this season? Especially as you're a veteran in this league, you've you've gone through lots of off seasons. Does it kind of change throughout the years how you approach it? Uh, a little bit. I mean, throughout my career, I was probably in the early stages, very very like gung-ho in terms of training like ridiculous amounts and stuff so i've kind of found a perfect medium where i have my training days i have my nights i have my mornings but i also do a little bit of work in the off season right so mm-hmm. I, I have a good mixture of uh of um you know my training to work to uh you know home life yeah but i found a comfortable area that uh, seems to be working for me these uh, last few years and aside from the football talk, what are you like off the field? What, what are you doing for fun? What are you doing with the family when you're not thinking about football? Well, I mean, if it's just me having fun, I'll go fishing or something. Okay. And I'll uh, just kick it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I hang out with uh, my girlfriend, my dog. We got our house here, so we're we're busy, you know, you know, renovating, doing, you know, fun yeah. things like that around the house. But uh, if we're going to have some fun, I like to play ping pong. Okay. Uh, we do a little pickleball. You know, that kind of stuff just to keep active and some competitiveness going. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. There's definitely a competitive ping pong uh, culture in Hamilton. So it, when, it comes, when it. it comes to that team, it's, uh, they love their ping pong. I think it might be the sport they're probably second best at is ping pong. I okay. want to – one last question before we go here, James. But what are your goals next season uh, heading into training camp? Uh, well, my goals going in for sure right off the bat is just to – you know, meet everyone, get into that locker room and be a part of that locker room, whether it's a vocal leader or someone who leads by, you know, on the field actions mm-hmm. and, you know, just build a culture that, you know, Coach Milanovic, is, you know, is, is wanting to build, help assist in that in any way I can. And then obviously have some on-field success as a team and playoffs and, you know, to go as far as we possibly can go. I, I, I always pri- prioritize my personal success second to the team's success. Because I always find I'll have success if the team has success anyways. So sure. that's how I look at it. Well, James, I'll leave it at that, man. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person at Tim Hortons Absolutely. Field. Great catching up with you, man. And welcome to the Hamilton Tiger Cats, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for this. That was James Tuck. Nick Cross is a guy who's entering his fourth season in the CFL. He was a first-round pick back in 2021. And he spoke to me about recovering from an injury and getting back to work in the hammer for 2024. All right, joining me now is Nick Cross. Nick, congrats on re-signing in Hamilton. It's a place you've been your entire career. Why was it important for you to keep it that way and stay in Hamilton? Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, first and foremost. Um, yeah, it was important to me because, you know, you build like a repertoire with everyone around the organization. And so, you know, 
it's just picking up where we left off kind of thing. And um, yeah, just excited to be back with everybody. This being your first time going through this process, how was that for you to, to kind of have those options and, and be looking at a new contract and coming out of that rookie deal? Yeah, it's a, an exciting time. You know, it's different from being uh, in a rookie contract. You know, you kind of get to see what that part of the professional career is like. But um, I'm just grateful that there's great people in the Ticats organization that were able to help kind of get get to this deal. And, um, yeah, couldn't have asked for anything better, really. A new GM in Hamilton, Ed Hervey, how was it dealing with him through this process? Yeah, well, Ed's been there, so it's not a completely yeah. new new person. So it's it's good, and um, yeah, we have a good relationship, and um, yeah, it went smooth. So I want to talk a little bit about yourself and the season you had last year. You did you did excellent on that special teams unit. Looking forward to next year. What are you looking to grow as a player? Um, yeah, well, I'm just trying to first and foremost get back healthy. Yeah. Um, dealing with injuries right now. So that's just kind of where I'm at right now. So after I'm back on the field, I can kind of get back to um, getting back to my standard of being what I was for the team and doing whatever I can, uh, whatever the situation is. Has this offseason kind of been helping you towards that, that rehabbing process, giving you more time to heal and, and do what you need to do to get that fixed up? Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> the offseason is definitely really beneficial for just having a lot of time to break down everything you need to work on for your body and stuff. So yeah, just having all the time in the world right now to just, um, just get back right. And um, yeah, I'll be back as soon as I can. On defense, Mark Washington will be back. What's your relationship like with him and a guy who's been around the Ticats now for quite some time? Yeah. Coach Wash is the man. Um, He's helped me grow as a football player and as a man since I've been a rookie uh, back in 2021. So um, just like I said, picking up where we left off, um, just knowing our playbook and stuff already. So just kind of game planning. And obviously, like I said, I'm not ready right away, but yeah. I'll be a good contribution for Coach Wash and the team further down the road when when the team needs it. And then also there's going to be a new special teams coordinator, Paul Boudreau. I wonder if you've gotten the chance to connect with him at all yet since resigning. Uh, not yet, no, but I'm um, definitely excited to get to work with Coach. And, um, like, he's had a lot of success in the past couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. So to see how he brings forth his um, knowledge and stuff and to uh, pick apart his brain and to add a couple more elements to my game is definitely something I'm excited about. The final guy I want to talk about on this coaching staff, Scott Milanovic. He was there, obviously, with the offense last season. What do you think about him coming in as your head coach for 2024? Uh, yeah, Coach uh, Milanovic, I um, like, like him a lot. Um, when he came in last year, I know the guys rallied around him, and he um, was able to um, put together some successful, some successful wins there for mm -hmm. us at the end of the season. So... Um, I'm excited to just be able to contribute to his team and uh, do whatever he needs me to do. Um, yeah. There's one player I want to talk to you about that had his first season last year on the special teams. That's Carthel Flowers Floyd. Just wondering, seeing him and his growth in that first season, what you were seeing there. Oh, yeah, that's my guy, man. Uh, we grinded through last season, and um, it was cool to see him grow as a player, too. Uh, he took the league by storm on special teams, obviously, you know, led the league in tackles and 
I was just happy to be a part of of some history like that. And um, yeah, I just want to keep growing with the guys. During this off season, you're doing this rehabbing. What exactly are you doing and, and how are you working towards working on your body right now? Oh, right now I'm working with um, my physio group, Orca Performance here in Calgary. And um, we're just chipping away at the <clears throat> kind of foundational phases right now and mm-hmm. transitioning more into higher intensity stuff as you start to reach benchmarks. And so now that I'm <clears throat> more on my feet, <clears throat> excuse me, more on my feet, we're starting to ramp things up a little bit so everyone can... Um, can um, bank on me being ready for the end of half of the season while we get ready for playoffs. Sure. Ticats fans want to see you back on the field. Aside from the rehabbing and everything, which I know is probably taking up a lot. What are you doing during the off season for fun? What does Nick cross do in his downtime when he's not physio or, or working out or whatever it may be? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I am introducing my second child in May. So right now I'm, wow. uh, I got my hands full with my kids Congratulations. Um, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, other than that, just going outside, you know, um, hanging with friends and um, enjoy a good book, I guess. You're in Calgary. So it, it, when you're in Calgary during the off season, is it is, is there places for you to train? I, I know obviously it's different when you're injured, but is there like turf for you to find? Is there ways for you to still get on a field per se? Yeah, for sure. Um the groups I work with here, there's always access to whatever we need or we make it work whenever there's snow on the ground or something. We need to go outside, go to an indoor field or whatnot. But yeah, man, just hitting up the gyms I've been training at when I've been here. And um, yeah. Well, Nick, I'll leave it at that. I know you're a busy man. You got lots to do, but I appreciate you joining me. And, and man, I'm very happy to hear you'll be back next season here in the black and gold. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you.